This is Revox Alive with Dr. Sophia Edwards-Bennett, a.k.a. Dr. E.B. Thank you once again for joining us today. I'd like to speak on the subject of clarity, the gift of clarity. And I'd like to define clarity as an unambiguous view. And that could be an optical view or an innermost view as in the seat of the soul or the spiritual view. The latter is the definition that I choose to focus on today. Why, you may ask? Well, our external expression of ourselves is contingent upon our internal impression of who we are. And so I do believe that our spiritual clarity supersedes and dictates our overall vision, our perspective, and how we comport ourselves. Self-actualization and the fulfillment of our purpose on this earth. They're all connected. We can think of our path as a chain reaction, a flow of events, or if we think of it as linear, then our destiny, our true self is really dependent upon the multiple of the slope of our trajectory and the actual path that we take at the interception. And the sum of that multiple and the interception itself. One may, of course, recognize that as the equation of a straight line. Now, how do we gain this clarity? Well, interestingly, in order to gain clarity, there has to be a period of the complete opposite of such. That is the oxymoron of it all. You see, one has to experience the state of confusion, bewilderment, that unease in your soul, the knowing that 
you're really not clear on what you're doing, where you should be, who you really are. There is this unease that sets in, that there is a disparity and incongruence between who you are now and who you perceive yourself to actually truly be. Because when you were created, the real you was placed as a seed within you to be manifested. And until that manifestation, there is no clarity. And your entire life is a path toward that actualization of the real you. Because I think we all, at some point in our lives, have had to trod this very path. It is indeed true that it may be clear to someone else, an onlooker, be it a friend, a colleague, or even a foe, who sees you, who is very clear about who you are. And because they actually see you, they also are very aware that you don't see yourself for who you are. And so they may decide not to enlighten you, not to encourage you to change your course, but instead to allow you to be who you are at that juncture because it benefits them for whatever reason. And sometimes it may actually be necessary for you to be in a confused state for a prolonged period of time for you to truly recognize the you that is not you. You see, sometimes you have glimpses of yourself even within that state of confusion. You're in that trance of just going on with life and being the you that was created by circumstances and pressure or just the constituents around you who may have decided who they wanted you to be. And so you conformed to that descriptor of others' impression of you. 
But as I stated before, there is a seed that was planted, you see, as Jeremiah stated. When we eavesdrop on that conversation with Jeremiah and the Lord, when he stated that before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you, which means that he was clear <laughs> about who you're supposed to be. And so because that spirit was implanted within you, there are always glimpses of the real you. So when you're in that trance, it's as if you're watching yourself outside of yourself being the person that you're not supposed to be. And every time that occurs, as frequently as that occurs, it brings you closer to the reality of that sought after clarity. At some point, there is an accumulation of those scenes of you watching yourself, observing yourself outside of yourself. So much so that you finally acknowledge that that is indeed not you. And you become so intolerant of you not being you. And that is the moment of clarity where you make that decision that you will no longer be the person that you were not created to be, but indeed the very opposite, that your life will be in alignment with exactly who you should be in congruence with the seed that was planted within you to be rooted and grounded and grow and bear fruit in resemblance of the products which are a manifestation of the real you. And so my advice to anyone listening would be to first know that this is a process. And so one should not crucify oneself for even having to experience this period in their lives because it's the juxtaposition of the confused state versus the state of clarity that actually reveals 
that a drastic change needs to be executed. And there are many lessons to be learned along the way. And that is why it's a process. I once heard a message, a sermon preached by Bishop T.D. Jakes. The title of that sermon was, I didn't know I was me. Essentially stating that when you are not living as the you you're supposed to be, you haven't actually attained that level of clarity of who you are. And so until you do, you really actually don't know who you are. And that is why you may engage in activities that in retrospect, you cannot even recognize who that was. But you can free yourself, forgive yourself without any compunction that you actually didn't know who you were. And so one has to surround yourself with people who are not there to take advantage or disadvantage or utilize your gifts that you don't recognize within yourself for their own gain or benefit but instead see you for who you are and convince you of who you are until you are able to see yourself properly the way that you were ordained to be the way that God sees you the becoming of you The difficulty lies, however, in the fact that when you are not you, how can you actually choose the people who are fit, suitable, kind, thoughtful, and loving enough with great insight to see who you really are? if you yourself don't know who you are. But you see, God has a way of placing those people in your life. And his timing is always perfect. You know, I grew up in church, so there was always this testimonial you know, and on a Sunday night doing testimony service with uh, Sister Bennett leading 
leading that portion of the service, you know, someone would testify. Someone would testify, you know, that God's timing is right on time. He may not come when you want him, but he's always right on time. Because you see, your destiny has been ordained. And that seed that he planted needs to manifest fruit. And when the timing is right, when your gift has to be manifested for such a time as this, then he will indeed present you to the right people or vice versa such that the transformation will occur. There is some application to this very theory, this reality of clarity in my practice with my patients as an oncologist, as a radiation oncologist treating cancer, I recently entered a conversation with one of my patients and she was undergoing treatment at the time and she mentioned that she was so busy just taking care of her family, making sure that every day all the engagements, uh, activities, the essential tasks that require completion are indeed enacted. And so in further probing, she felt inadequate because she did not think that she was actually achieving all the standards that she really established for herself. And so I posed the question to her, if you were not you and you are observing someone else taking care of their family keeping the family together making sure that all the activities you just mentioned were being accomplished making sure that you were earning 
enough financial gain and attributes and uh, all that's necessary to feed the family and of course undergoing treatment for the big C cancer how would you describe that person what would be your first thoughts about this person I just described to you and she said I would think they're doing a lot and I said would you consider that person strong going above and beyond or would you ascribe inadequate or any synonym of it thereof to that person that fictional person we just described and she without hesitation said absolutely not and so I said that person is you you don't see yourself do you because you are entrenched in your daily activities and you are so busy and left without a minute to think about exactly what's occurring and what you're doing you are just literally following this calendar of activities that seems to be never-ending you have no time to actually sit and evaluate yourself but that incredible person who is feeding the family maintaining a job maintaining the home encouraging other family members including their nuclear family and dealing with facing their mortality being compliant with the treatment you're that person that person is amazing that person is the epitome of strength that person is a superwoman that person is a hero of the family and that person is you We're all on a journey. 
to find ourselves. But you'd be surprised when you find who you truly are. The Bible does a test to exactly who we are. To quote, we are beautifully and wonderfully made. When we align with that, then and only then will we gain absolute clarity. This has been Revox Alive. Thank you for listening.